I'm your BFF, Heather, and I'm also lucky enough to be the host of this show. I'm a perfectly imperfect wife, mom to four, ages ranging from 10 to 24. And in this space, you will hear honest conversation and learn to pivot in life to do all that God is calling you to do. We're in this together, and we are not afraid to do scary things. Good to be here with you today for episode number 47. I am so happy. And I want to first I want to say hello to our BFFs in Spearfish, South Dakota. How cold is it in Spearfish, South Dakota right now? That is the question. I want to know. It has got to be freezing there. Today's a fun day, ladies. I am going to talk fast because I need to go get in the car line soon, but I wanted to have a little fun with you first. Oh, I know you ladies up north are thinking she could never talk fast. Listen, Southern Bells can talk fast too. We can do it. We can do it. Okay, I'm going to do my best at least. We are going to talk about pork burritos. Who needs a quick and easy dinner recipe for this week? I have that for you. It is so simple. It's something that you can freeze and cook later, or you can double it, freeze half now, cook half of it now and enjoy. It's a three night meal. If you go ahead and double it up front, it is delicious. My whole family loves this recipe just in time for the weekend. So I'm going to give that to you. And also we're going to talk with a new BFF. Her name is Denise Owen. She's in New Albany, Mississippi, and we're talking all things beauty pageants. We're going to get to the bottom of some things, girls. Got to know everything about a beauty pageant. I'd have a coffee break. I got up at 4.30 this morning. Is that not miserable? 4.30. So I just had a little wake the hell up coffee. That's the brand. I did not make that up. My husband ordered this off of Amazon. They serve it in a coffee shop in Tennessee and it is delicious. It is, oh, it's so funny at the top of it. I'm looking at the little pod right now. It says Jamaican me crazy. Kind of reminds me of that song. You're making me crazy. Every time I look around, I don't know. Maybe they were saying Jamaican me crazy. I don't know. Anyway, we're talking about that today. But first, I want to talk about Thanksgiving. And I hope that you had a lovely holiday with your sweet family because I sure did. We had more fun. We met two cousins and their families. Look, I'm trying to talk fast and now I'm out of breath. So just bear with me. We met two cousins and their families. We had a total of 15 children, which included some young adults because I have young adults, but the ages were ranging from seven to 23. So this was a fun group and we had everybody there Of course, my LP1 was not there. She is married and living her best life right now in Hawaii. The rest of us were there and we were hanging out and having fun and enjoying every second of being together. And that's what Thanksgiving is all about. I think Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because guess what? The expectations are very low. They're low. You don't have all these gifts you're trying to get wrapped and hoping that everybody likes their gifts. I mean, you're just coming together. You've got your family there. You're having a good time. You're eating some turkey, some mashed potatoes. Hopefully my family cannot do it without mashed potatoes. Some of Gigi's delicious stuffing. I don't know if she calls it dressing, cornbread dressing. I shouldn't say stuffing. Does that cheapen it if I say stuffing? It is the most divine dressing you've ever put in your mouth. We had some of that. We had some grilled turkey nuggets. Thanks to my wonderful husband who grilled that day. We had ham. 
we had some of Granny's recipe, butter beans. I mean, we had delicious, oh, pecan pie. My mama made a rum cake and sweet potato pie and sent me with those. She could not come, but she did send food and that's important. That is important. So it was just, it was so fun. We rented a bonfire. If you go to 30A and you are with the group, I highly recommend that you rent a bonfire. There are several services. They will set it up. But let me tell you this. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to admit this to you, but I am. Okay, I'm goofy, and but you're here hanging out with me. So what does that say about you? So I rented this bonfire. I did not go the priciest. They, they have several different levels of bonfires, if you're following me. Like, I think three or four different levels. Some include the chairs. Some include s'mores. Music. Oh, if you pay more, you're going to get music. It's just, it's all different levels. Anyway, I thought I had rented, I always kind of go medium level, not the cheapest, not the most expensive, but right there in that sweet spot, that middle. So I thought that I had s'mores included and I get there and I mean, for two days, everybody's saying, I can't wait to grow s'mores, bonfire. This is going to be so fun. I mean, one of the moms had said, you know, I've been looking so forward to s'mores. That's the main thing about this bonfire that I'm looking forward to. Well, guess what? I get there and the lady does not have the s'mores. And so I asked her, I said, where are the s'mores? And she said, Oh, those weren't included with your package. I wish I could remember the ring of fire package. That's what I had. The ring of fire package. Those are not included. But the thing about it is the sticks were the, what do you call them? The not roasting sticks. I can't even think of the word for them. But anyway, they're long sticks that are used for roasting marshmallows and hot dogs. So there was a fresh, new, shiny package of those on the table, but no graham crackers and marshmallows and Hershey bars like we had all envisioned. So she said, that didn't come with your package. And of course, I'm thinking, well, then why do we have these roasting sticks over here? She said, no, that didn't come with your package. And I panicked. I had brought hot dogs and hot dog buns. I think I had 16 hot dogs, 16 hot dog buns. I brought chips. All the adults brought some beverages. Now, bottled water did come with the package. But, I mean, why did we have the sticks and no s'mores? I mean, I'm still, it baffles me. I cannot wrap my head around that to this day. Anyway. She said, I may have a kit out in my car, one extra kit that I packed. I just happened to have it for $25. And at this point, I'm so desperate. I mean, she could have said $125 and I would have gone and dug around in my car to find all the spare change in everybody else's car and search the parking lot. It would not have mattered. We were having s'mores. So thank the good Lord she had this extra kit. I don't know. I don't know what happened, why I assume that. But anyway, we had s'mores. Yay. It was so fun. And we roasted the hot dogs and we got there an hour before sunset and enjoyed the beach. And when I tell you, the kids had more fun. I mean, the adults had more fun. It could not have been more perfect. Then Friday night, if you're familiar with 30A in Florida, we had dinner at Surfing Deer delicious. That wasn't very fast, was it? Delicious. See, I can say it fast. It was delicious. I mean, they have the best. I've never had a bad meal there. They had the best fish. I had grilled fish. We had to my LP4's delight. We had fried okra as an appetizer, which he loved. And we had desserts. I mean, what can more can you ask for? It was just, it was fantastic. After dinner, this is where the fun really came in. One of the families brought with them a karaoke machine. And if I could post for you on the blog, and I may see if some will allow me to post a little video because 
we had more fun. Everybody in the group sang except for one of the children who may or may not have been one of mine, but I do feel that they regret to this very day that they did not participate. I know I regret it because I would have loved to have seen them, but everyone else sang. When I told my mama about it, she said, please tell me you did not sing because she just, she tells me all the time not to sing and I cannot help myself. I just feel like God wanted me to sing but he forgot to give me that beautiful voice. Like when Carrie Underwood sings, I think my voice should sound exactly like hers. Do y'all feel that way? And I, I mean, it just, yeah, I should have, I, I want the voice. I want that voice. Now, one thing that happened on this trip that I do have to fuss about a little bit, I'm going to go ahead and fuss and get it over with. I overheard a conversation with between a family and the father called will refer to the daughter the daughter was probably about eight I would say and to the mom he's in conversation with the mom I'm just being nosy I'm sitting about three feet away but I cannot help but hear this conversation I'm waiting in line you know how you do I mean I make a lot of friends in line at places like home goods I make friends Kroger I make friends but I had not jumped into their conversation I'm just listening so he refers to the daughter as being bossy And when he called her bossy, I looked at his wife and I was trying to read her nonverbal and she kind of smiled, but it wasn't a full smile. It was like a half smile. So I could tell that she wasn't completely thrilled with the term that he had used. And maybe I'm thinking maybe he had used that term to describe her at some point. But I started thinking about it and I thought, you know, have you ever noticed that girls are called bossy when they show leadership traits that normally would be praised if little boys showed the same traits? Why is this? And and then I thought, you know, I mean, my grandmother was bossy, my mom was bossy, and I'm bossy. And I just pray that I have two grown bossy daughters because bossy women make things happen. I started looking it up. I thought, you know, wonder how other women feel about being referred to as bossy because you know what? I think bossy equals better. I am fine with bossy. Thank you. If you call me bossy, I am thrilled because I love bossy women. According to Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, the word bossy is typically used by, I'm not going to say which sex, but you can guess who usually uses this word to get women to shut up and sit down. Hmm. I mean, do you have a word for people like this who say things like this? I don't know. I might could think of a word or two, but I won't do that right now. Okay. In 2014, there was an effort to ban the term bossy. There was a big effort to ban this. And guess who played a huge part in this? The Girl Scouts of America. And they wanted us to use some different terms. And I'm going to tell you, first of all, I I don't agree with this ban. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, but I do not think that the term bossy, I think that that we should embrace it, but they want us to use other words. So these are the words that they want to use. And you may, you may have said at first, when I first mentioned this, I'm not bossy. I know people who are bossy, but I'm not bossy. Well, you might be, I mean, just, just listen up. Okay. Assertive. Are you assertive? How about smart? I love smart women has a clear vision, honest, Bossy women are honest. You can trust bossy women. When they tell you something, you can take it to the bank because they are honest people. Committed. Oh my goodness, I'm so committed. Once I start something, that is it, sissy. Fearless. I wouldn't call myself fearless, but I will tell you this. I do fear less. I have learned to fear less, which is a good thing. Great organizational skills. Uh, 
No, ma'am. I do not have good organizational skills. Gifted. I think we're all gifted in, in one way or another. We all have gifts. Quick. Okay. This is one of my favorites in the list. There are 10 of them. This is number 10. Eager to share opinions and ideas. See, I love that because now I feel like little girls and women are encouraged not to share their opinions and their ideas. Why is this? I mean, it, it is hard to find a friend these days who has an opinion. I mean, I, well, at least that they'll share. I mean, sometimes I wonder if people even have an opinion anymore. Thank God I, I found some women who will still share. I mean, I, I love women who have opinions. If I ask you something, I want to know what you think about it. I want your honest opinion. I want your thoughts. I mean, we got to hash it out sometimes, ladies. We got to get to the bottom of things. All right, I'm going to go with what Beyonce said because I've heard this before. I'm going to tell you who I've heard this from. I mean, I have heard this from a real life woman out in the wild. Beyonce said, I'm not bossy. I am the boss. You know what? My grandmother used to say that. My mom, she would say, I, I am, well, she would just come right out and say, I am bossy. And then she would say, I am the boss. <laughs> and I knew she was. I knew that she was. Okay, Amy Poehler. Let me tell you what Amy Poehler has been quoted as saying. I just love bossy women. To me, bossy is not a pejorative term at all. It means somebody's passionate and engaged and ambitious and doesn't mind leading. Here's the deal. I find that I'm attracted to friendships with other bossy women. Not long ago, this is so funny, not long ago, I went to dinner with a new friend who in the middle of the meal, and she may have had a cocktail or two or three, <laughs> but it was fine. I was driving. She looked at me and she said, I need to lose 10 pounds. And so do you. And you know what? I decided right then and there that we would be friends for life. I mean, I just adore honesty. And I just thought to myself, bam, here's another bossy woman. And I love her. Bossy women are the ones who organize all the fun. Did you know, I'm going to take you way back since we just had this holiday. Did you know that the first Thanksgiving consisted of around 55 people? Over 25 of those people were children and teens and the rest men, except for four married women in the group. Now, okay, between the two of us, who do you think made it all happen? Who do you think made the first Thanksgiving meal happen? I'll tell you who it was. It was the bossy women. I mean, can you not just hear them? They've got their pilgrim suit on. They've got those long dresses on. They've got that finger pointed to each person. You bring the table and benches over here. They're probably like, oh, Harold, go pick 63 corn on the cobs for all of us to roast. Who wants to bring the pig? I mean, you know who made all this happen. It does not take a genius to figure this out. These four married women, these bossy women made the first Thanksgiving meal happen. I mean, we should sell, we should have Thanksgiving Day slash bossy women day. We should celebrate. We need to celebrate bossy. Last week, I was placed on a group text with 11 other ladies. Okay, two of these women are hosting a Christmas dinner party for this whole group. And in the text, one message that everyone should bring three gifts to exchange a bottle of wine and that they needed a total of four appetizers in other words four people you need to step up pronto now do you consider them to be bossy because they're telling everyone what to do but this is the thing and I and I, I mean you've been in situations like this I mean they're telling everybody what time to come what to bring what to wear I don't consider this bossy. This is my thing. I consider this to be women who are making the magic happen. Just like Thanksgiving day, they bring on the fun, just bring on the fun. The fact is, and let's be real, you would be lost without the bossy women in your life. 
Children wouldn't know how to play instruments. I mean, who would say, go practice the clarinet, little Johnny? I mean, if there wasn't a bossy woman in the house, we would have fewer high school and college graduates. I mean, the age of potty training would be extended to five or beyond. I mean, how many times did your mama say to you or have you said to a child, go get back on that potty and do not get up until you have gone to the bathroom? I mean, either you've heard it or you've said it, because if you haven't heard it, you, you would not have been potty trained when you were. It takes bossy women. We would have garbage piled up in our kitchens. I mean, who, who would say, hey, Leroy, time to take the garbage out. <laughs> Come get the garbage. I mean, we would have almost zero gatherings of any sort. We would have no fun if we did not have bossy women we would have no fun. There'd be no decorations up at Christmas. Once the decorations got up, there wouldn't be, I mean, it would, they would stay up. That's what I think. This is what I think when I drive by someone's home and it is February the 17th and they have Christmas lights still up. I think to myself, there is no bossy woman in that house because if there was a bossy woman, doing her job, Christmas lights would not still be out on the front porch wrapped around the columns like a candy cane. Bossy is better. If someone calls you bossy, if you've been offended in the past, I hope this changes your mind because if someone calls you bossy, you need to say, why, thank you. Thank you so much. Give them a big smile because Here's the deal. It truly is one of the nicest compliments that one could ever receive. You need to send them a thank you note, type it up, handwrite it, follow it up with a text a week later. And when it comes to little girls, we need to use the term bossy in a positive manner because taking a negative tone when using that term referring to a young lady, guess what it does? It discourages them from developing leadership skills that will help them later in life. I am praying, and you better pray, that your daughters are bossy so that they will have acclimated, well-educated, helpful, kind children. You want your grandchildren to be kind, helpful, but it takes a bossy woman to make this happen. I will never forget, we were coming back. Look, I'm starting to slam my voice down. I'm going to speed it back up. We were coming back from a vacation. All four of my children, my husband, we're getting on the plane. The seats are not together. So I start pointing to seats saying, you sit there, LP2, you sit over there, LP4, you're there, LP3, you're there, LP1, you're there. And the whole time I noticed that this man, probably in his late 50s, early 60s, is grinning at me from ear to ear. I mean, he is just grinning away. And I looked at him and I said, I sound bossy, don't I? I'm pretty bossy. And he said, somebody has to be, somebody needs to be. And he goes, you've got to have a mom, a bossy mama to make everybody do what everybody needs to do. That's how everybody falls in place. You got to have a bossy mama. And I started laughing. I said, you know what? You're exactly right. I mean, you, you are exactly right. So you've got to have a bossy mama. If you still have children at home, I hope that you will think about this. If your husband calls you bossy, good. I mean, where would he be without you? I mean, he would be in bad shape. That's where he would be. That is all I have to say about that, at least for now. I'm sure we'll circle back around to this again at some point. All right. I've mentioned to you before a CBD product that I am enjoying on a daily basis. It has helped me with joint pain. If you have joint pain, if you are not sleeping well, maybe I should have taken this at 4.30 this morning. If you are not sleeping well, this will help you. This helps with so many things. I can't even tell you how much this has helped me, but go to myeq.com and the company is Equilibria. 
you will get $20 off with this referral code. It's all capital letters. It's R-E-F-H-E-A-T-H-E-R dot L-C-B-F-F. And that code is on the blog under show notes, episode number 47. So you can find that there, but it's R-E-F-H-E-A-T-H-E-R dot L-C-B-F-F. All capital letters will get you $20 on this wonderful CBD product. I've talked about this in the past. I'm going to tell you that it has made a huge difference in my life. They have several, several different products. Go check it out. All right. For our recipe, our wonderful pork burritos, and this will be on the blog as well. You do not have to write this down. Don't pull over if you're in your car. Go to lifecoachbff.com, episode 47. I am going to try to go as slow as I can with limited time. You will need, this is mostly spices. You'll need two pounds pork tenderloin, one half medium onion chopped, four teaspoons or four cloves minced garlic, tortillas, two tablespoons lime juice. I use fresh lime juice, one half teaspoon salt, one half teaspoon pepper, one teaspoon cumin, one teaspoon oregano, one fourth teaspoon garlic powder, one beef bouillon cube, one half cup water. You're going to take this if you want to freeze it, combine all the ingredients except the tortillas, put them in a freezer bag. I like to drape a gallon size freezer bag over a water pitcher, kind of like you would line a garbage can with a garbage bag and dump it all in. I found that's the easiest way to do it. Dump it all in, seal it, mix it well, excuse me, and freeze. So you're going to do that when you get ready to cook it, take it out of the freezer two nights before and thaw in the refrigerator. After it thaws, cook on low in a slow cooker for eight to 10 hours. I almost said minutes. That would be crazy. Okay. Eight to 10 hours in your slow cooker. At the end of that time, take it out, put it on a plate, shred it up, shred up the pork, and you can serve this pork. I mean, there's so many ways you can use this pork. We'll usually eat it three nights in a row, but you can serve it in tortillas, tor- tortillas, I can't say the word now, tortillas, I'm getting in a hurry, with black beans, cheese, sour cream, guacamole, so, so yummy. Now, the next night, I might do burrito bowls and serve the pork over black beans and shredded lettuce sour cream cheese and maybe the next night we'll have it over a bed of lettuce and just have a big salad so there are a lot of ways that you can use this I like to double the recipe I like to freeze half of it go ahead and cook the other half and enjoy and then enjoy the other half the next month but this is a great recipe for you if you have guests coming over the holidays if you are going to be tied up with like me with basketball practice at night I know tonight we have our LP4s choir program. It's so nice to have something going in the crock pot. I know you are just as busy as I am. I hope this helps you. I hope it helps you. The real treat today is because I love you so much. You know how much I love you, but Jesus loves you even more than I do. The real treat for you today, this may even be your Christmas present from me to you, is this conversation that we are about to jump into with our new BFF in New Albany, Mississippi, Denise Owen. And it is rumored that there is a Miss Hollywood pageant coming up in New Albany, Mississippi. We are going to get to the bottom of this. Yes, sorry, Bob, we are. We're going to get to the bottom of it and we are going to talk all things beauty pageants. One last detail, maybe two. Okay, if you enjoy this episode, please please, please go to Apple iTunes podcast, rate, review. That would make me so happy. It helps other people find this podcast easier. 
and check out this coffee. They have not sponsored this episode, but wake the hell up coffee. I just enjoyed the Jamaican me crazy. They have, no, I enjoyed the Cinnabon. They have Jamaican me crazy. They have blueberry. They have so, oh, pistachio. That it's delicious. I'd never heard of pistachio coffee. It's delicious. Go check it out. You can order it on Amazon. You will love it. It's a great treat for the holidays for you and your family. Okay. Again, I love you. Jesus loves you more. We're going to go now and visit with Denise. Hi, Denise. I'm so happy that you're with me today. How's it going? How's it going going in New Albany, Mississippi? New Albany, Mississippi is doing great today. It's a pretty day. It's a beautiful morning. We're excited to see what the day's going to hold. Well, good. Well, I was just before you came on, I was talking about bossy women and I love bossy women. I don't know about you, but I think bossy is better. And I am, I'm from a long line of bossy women. My grandmother was bossy. My mother was bossy. I'm bossy. Please tell me you're bossy. I am bossy and I have a daughter and she is bossy too. (laughs) Good. Because you know what? That's what we all pray for that we have bossy daughters. Mm -hmm. So we We need leaders. We need leaders. Yes. We We need strong women leaders. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So why tell me besides leadership, what, what do you think are good qualities about bossy women? Um, leading. Yes. And always being yes. Actually being versatile, but knowing what you want done and getting it done and getting it done in a timely and formally manner. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for women, I, I promise you 99% of the things that take place would not take place if we didn't have bossy women. You're exactly right. You're okay. Exactly right. Speaking of bossy women, this is what we're going to talk about today, Denise. I'm so excited. And Denise, you are the owner of Two Doors Down in New Albany, Mississippi. Yes, ma'am, I am. And when we met, we talked about beauty pageants. We sure did. And so I want to catch everybody up on the conversation because I, I drove over from Memphis with a couple of friends. Yes, I remember. Doing a little shopping, uh-huh. having a little fun. And and by the way, I love the t-shirt. My son loves the t-shirt that we purchased in your shop, the Christmas shirt. It's adorable. But anyway, so one of the ladies was from Seattle Mm -hmm. and you had a sign up in your shop that said that advertised the Miss Hollywood pageant. Yes. Yes. Okay. So she was intrigued by this. She's not, she has two sons, but in Seattle, apparently they don't know anything about beauty pageants. Not like down here, right? Not like down here. <laughs> so, <laughs> cause we know all about a beauty pageant, don't we? Absolutely. They're okay. a big deal here. They're mm-hmm. a big deal. So far. Okay. Were you in beauty pageants growing up? I was in a few when I was little, but not when I was older. Right. But my daughter competed a lot. Right. So how old is your daughter now? She's 25 now. 25. Okay. So we have my, I have a daughter that's almost 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, okay. Now beauty pageants, let's, let's talk. So the, y'all host several beauty pageants in New Albany. Yes. There are several that come around every year. But, so let's talk about what are the names of these pageants? Well, in the city school, we have the high school pageant. And then in the four county schools, they all have pageants too. And that's all yearly. Um, Then we have like a Magnolia pageant. We have the Union County Fair pageant. And that's a scholarship pageant. If you win or place, you get a scholarship money to go to your college that you're attending. Um, Then let's see. The Magnolia one. um, Jesse, can you think of any other names of the other, some of the other ones? Um, some river fest pageant, river fest pageant. Okay. So what's, what's involved in the river fest pageant? Okay. River fest is when, um, we all go together and we set up, um, and have a big sale and vendors come in and we have food and them and we shop and all that. And so in honor of that, we have a river fest pageant that main street puts on. And, um, so that's how that came about for that one. And um, 
it, you know, they, we usually have a lot that do that one. And then um, we'll also have, um, they will choose some from that, or you can volunteer from that to be in a pageant to help be selected for Miss Hospitality. Oh, okay. That can compete in Miss Mississippi. Yeah, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Okay, so Miss Riverfest. So Uh how many young ladies usually compete in this pageant? They start them at about seven or eight years old Mm -hmm. and they'll go up to about 20 years old. 20, okay. And so- Well, college age, you know. Right. But how many, how many young ladies are usually involved? Like number wise, the older age group or in all of them, just the whole, the whole pageant. I would say probably around a hundred girls. Wow. Don't you think Jesse for all the different, yeah. Mm -hmm. For all the different ages. Okay. I'm going to tell you something. If I was, if I owned a pageant dress boutique, yes, ma'am. I would be coming up with a pageant on a quarterly basis. Absolutely. (laughs) That would be the name of the game. That would be the name of the game. Okay, so, I mean, it sounds like I need to open one in New Albany anyway, because y'all have quite a few pageants. We do. We do have quite a few pageants. You do. Okay, so these beauty pageants, what what all do you need to to enter? Like, what's the process? I know the process, but I want want Mm -hmm. everyone else, all of our BFFs need to be in the know on the process of the beauty pageant. Correct. Okay. Um, you, if you're interested in one, um, you just need to seek social media to see if there are any available for you to inquire about. Right. Um, then you would just inquire with them. There would be an entry fee, of course. Um, and then some of them will have most photogenic and different categories you can enter. And um, most of the time, that's an extra fee, like $10 extra to enter most photogenic. You know, some of them waive it, but most of the time there's a separate fee for that. Right. Um, so now, how, what's the have, fee to enter the pageant? The it varies in general. Okay. Anywhere from twenty-five to fifty dollars. Now, who is getting this money, Denise? Who who gets to keep the money? Okay. Um, for Riverfest, that is um like Main Street puts that on, mm-hmm. and so that would it goes into that. It's it'll be whoever's putting it on, and it's not always the same people every year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like a sponsorship program. Yes. For and a lot of times, um, some of our stores, stores will, um, sponsor too. Okay. So a store, yeah. they'll, they'll sponsor the whole pageant. They collect all the or entry fees. They can't, they, sometimes they do it that way. And they just okay. ask the stores if they would like to donate any money to help, you know, okay. cover the cost. So and then what, it, it, like for the Miss His, the Miss Hospitality pageant, um, if they win that, then they'll be competing in the Miss Mississippi, and they usually call on us to do an ad because Miss Mississippi has to do so many ads and so many things. So a lot of times the local businesses um, will do that for that individual. Right. So it's kind of like right. a group effort to get that individual where they need to be. Okay, so but let's most say of the time the money just basically goes to pay the judges. Um, you know, to pay for the crowns, the flowers, most of the time you're not making a lot okay. of money. It's, you're it's not just making a process money. for what they're, they're wanting to achieve. Right. Right. Okay. So, all right. Now let's say that you're a little precious, the, it, the BFFs, we call our children, our little preciouses and they yeah. are our LPs for sure. So I, how many, yes, how many LPs do you have? You have the daughter. I have twins, a boy, girl. So I just have one daughter. Okay. So you have an LP one and an LP two. There you go. Okay. Whoever was born first, if you have twins, that's your LP one. That's my son, Cole. That's your son. Cole is your LP one. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's say that your little LP wants to be in a pageant. So you are Mm going to register. Mm -hmm. You're going to pay 50 to $75 to enter. And then you've got 25 to that somewhere okay. around in there. It and then, okay. And then if you want to enter photogenic, Miss Photogenic, um, hospitality, and these other ad- categories, that's an extra 10 for each category, roundabout. Yes, I'm roundabout. Okay. Now I'm just thinking about all the expenses for the pageant. Okay. Then right. we've got the dress. What what are we talking about spending for a beauty pageant dress? Right. In this day and age? Yes, I want to know. Okay. 
I would say anywhere from eight to twelve hundred. Oh my goodness, It's unbelievable. And some of them are more than that. Eight to twelve hundred dollars for one pageant. Yes, ma'am. Denise, do you, yes, yes. <laughs> do you do you know what I spent on my wedding dress? What? Two hundred dollars. <laughs> Denise, I went to Gaffer's. It was my first time. My mother said, let's just go see, you know, let's for fun. Let's go try on. I, the first dress I tried on, I said, this is it. I mean, I have no, I'm so ADD. I have no patience. Well, that's wonderful though, that you got it and had it. I mean, that's great. <laughs> but I mean, eight to $1,200. And that's just the dress. Okay. So we got the dress. What about shoes? Yes. Um, some girls that compete a lot will have their own shoes like that they can keep using. Okay. But some girls, if they're, you know, growing like from junior high to high school, they may have to get different shoes, but the shoes are usually up to the individual, but you know, the shoes are a big thing because if your dress is too short, that can count off. So you have to really be careful about your shoes and your dress and it has to hit just right. Okay. So shoes are very important to uh-huh. go with the dress. I see. Okay. So what, where does the dress need to hit? Does it need to touch the floor? Not touch it needs the to floor? touch the floor. It needs to touch the floor. So if it is not touching the floor, points are deducted. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Okay. So what, okay. So let, let's first, let's talk about all the expenses. So we've got, and this is what I noticed about new Albany. This is one thing that stood out for us. As we were walking up and down the sidewalks of that would be downtown Main Street. Yes, ma'am. That's okay. right. Uh-huh. So there are a lot of beauty salons, Denise. Yes, we have a lot downtown. Y'all Absolutely. are looking very fancy in New Albany. Yes. Like everybody's looking fancy. Everybody's got mm-hmm. the hair done. Yes. yes. I mean, they're, they're way more than the area of Memphis that I live in. Really? Like, you know, just purse, you know, square mile. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like everybody's looking good in New Albany. That's what I love about it. Okay. So you got to get your hair done. Who does your hair? Uh, who does mine? Or, in, or just who? beauty pageant. Beauty pageant. Like are the they girls usually, doing? No, you, no. They usually pay to have their hair and makeup done. Mm. And that's two separate fees. Two. Your hair. No. Yeah, whoever you get to fix your hair and then whoever gets to fix your makeup. And most of the time, they're not the same person. You're going to have a hair person and then you're going to have somebody else to do your makeup. Okay. So, and that's an extra expense. Two more extra expenses. So. hair and makeup. What's the cost for that? For hair, I would say around $50. And for makeup, about the same. So we're looking at another hundred. Yes, ma'am. So we go to the, on top of the entry fee, on top of the shoes and on top of the pageant dress. This is so expensive. Yes. Okay. So we've got the hair, we've got the makeup. Now we've got to have jewelry, got to have Mm -hmm. jewelry. Mm -hmm. So, um, and most places won't rent that. So you have to buy it. But now, um, my daughter and a lot of a lot of the da- a lot of the daughters, a lot of the girls will um, they'll have three or four different pair of pageant earrings if they compete a lot. Right. So they, you know, they have that expense the first time of the earrings, but then they get more use out of them. Okay. But they're going to run about twenty five to sixty, I would say, depending on which kind you pick. Okay, so. Renting a dress, I didn't think about this until you just said jewelry that you can't rent it. So if you rent your dress, then what's the cost in that versus the eight to twelve hundred to purchase? Anywhere from three to seven hundred dollars to rent. <gasps> That's why most most of the mamas buy them, uh-huh. and the girls may wear them more than once. And if not, then they sell them to other you know pageant moms or girls and try to get some money out of it okay because it is so expensive yes okay so which brings me to this it kind of reminds me I went to the horse races in hot springs back in Uh the spring okay this the dress is kind of making me think about the horse races so 
if a girl wins in a dress, mm-hmm. that puts a higher price tag on the dress. Correct? It can. It, it can. can. Okay. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, the designers, though, of the dress is what runs the price up. Okay. But if they're renting it and they bring it back and that girl has placed in it or one in it, the odds of it being re-rented go up higher. Right. Because right. they'll say this, this, this one, um, this, this is how they'll do. They'll say okay. this, this dress showed up on stage and, and placed fourth or this dress, you know, placed first in this cut in this, you know, so it does, I think, help the sale of it. But right now, a lot of it at first goes by the designer of the dress. Okay. You know. mm-hmm. So that's, a bit, that's an important thing uh, to the girls right now is who designed it. Okay. That, oh, now we're mm-hmm. talking. Okay. So yeah. if I was going to be in a, a pageant or not me, mm-hmm. my LP, if, if, right. if they were going to be in a pageant, one of them, which designer if that I purchased would make everybody go, Oh, you know, she's wearing the so-and-so dress. Like what would stir Uh, everybody up? Right. Jonathan Kane is one of the bigger names right now. Okay. For pageant dresses. Okay. So somebody shows up in a Jonathan, Jonathan Kane and everybody's whispering about it. Pretty much. Most of the time. Yes, ma'am. Most Mm -hmm. of the time. Okay. I love Mm -hmm. it. Okay. So now we've got our dress. We've got, I'm trying to think makeup, hair, shoes, jewelry. Now you've got your foundations. That's a big deal Mm -hmm. because you've got to have the right slip. slip. Okay. Tell me what's involved with this. For the dress. Yes. Are you, are they wearing certain slips right now that go under the dress or not usually that if they do that's for the younger girls okay Uh, right now it's where they're not using I mean it may be lined right like slips under it and things like that we're not seeing that right now okay did the girls wear pantyhose anymore under under dresses no okay see I'm so old (laughs) no you're not (laughs) (laughs) okay so what about um what about the training that goes into it? Okay, let me hit on one other thing. Jesse just um, reminded me too. Uh, another big thing for the pageants is like, because there's so many that are not in the summer, uh, you add a spray tan fee onto that too, because you're going oh. to need a spray tan. So everybody so gets a spray tan. Most people do. Yes, ma'am. And that's another 50 to $75. So the snow white look is out. The pale skin. It's out. Out. Everybody mm-hmm. has a spray tan. No, I would okay. say 90% of them do. Do the mamas get a spray tan too for the Not night usually. of the pageant? Not usually. It's all about, because you're spending all your money on your LP. On your, that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay. So we've got our spray tan. Okay. Training. What goes on, goes into the training of before the pageant how do we prepare our lps what do we need to do um without spending money you can um you know just upload things to watch on the computer that kind of thing or you can get with um i would when Allie was younger i put her with somebody else that had placed uh that was you know older and had placed some and she kind of helped her walk and turn and that kind of thing but there are people that will pay big money for people to train their child to walk a certain way and, and do things like that. Um, but that is not, we don't have as many that do that now as, as opposed to all the other things I've mentioned. Um, and if we do, it's more high school and above. Okay. And that usually comes in like when they're getting ready to try to get the Miss Hospitality to compete with the Miss Mississippi. Okay. They usually put them with a team, like a coach, Mm-hmm. You'll hire your own coach after that point. And then that coach, you know, he, then he will start telling you who he wants you to use for hair and who, you know, they come up with their own team. Oh, I see. Compete and, you know, you shouldn't you pay at that time. But right. most, most of the time they're not paying a lot of money right now for the younger ones mm-hmm. as far as putting them with a coach. Okay. It's, so- it's a little bit older. 
what, where would you find a coach? What would be the cost of this coach? If you hired a professional coach, where would you find them? And what are you expected to pay? Um, I really don't know what they're charging right now because my daughter's kind of been out of it for a little while, but, um, any of your pageants that you enter would be able to hook you up with those kind of people, get you contact numbers. And I'm not sure what the cost would be for a coach um, because we haven't experienced it, but I'm sure it's not going to be cheap. Um, But also if you are, like I said, um, trying to go from Miss Hospitality to go into the Miss Mississippi pageant, um, you really need a coach because they do interviews. And so you'll have an interview coach and you have a training coach and all that stuff. But as far as the fees on all that, I, I don't really know. Um, because I hadn't, my child hadn't been in that in about seven years. So, right. Round, what would you estimate, guesstimate? What would you say? I think it would just depend on how long you use them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're going to use them for one pageant or if you're going to use them, you know, if you place at Miss Mississippi and you get in something else to try to keep winning, you know, I think it would just be um, how much you um, would need them. But I would, like per hour, them. per hour, just guess. Probably about. what? $100 an hour, Jesse? Probably $100 an hour probably if I were 50 guessing. For 30 minutes. Probably $50 for 30 minutes. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you could recoup your money because there's some scholarship pageants. Yes, absolutely. There are scholarship you pageants. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now what about, does it ever get kind of tricky with the girls backstage? Like what, what, what would you need to know if this was your first pageant? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say that this is a mom going into this. This is her first pageant, her, her LP's first pageant. What, what, what are the do's and the don'ts? Like, you know, there are always these etiquette rules that are unsaid. Mm-hmm. Like you don't ever, don't ever do that. Don't ever go back, back behind stage and say this or do that. Like what, what are some things that you can think of that you would say, don't do that? Well, what I always told Allie was uh, never let a negative thing come out of your mouth. If you yes. feel negative about yourself, don't let that come out. If you feel negative about somebody or, or somebody's been ugly or said ugly things, um, you know, never let that affect you. Um, you just, you don't talk about people right. You're there to lift people up, um, because we want strong, empowered women and we have to build each other up for us all to become that. And, um, you know, of course you would never chew gum. You do not chew gum. Never, never, not even backstage. Mm-mm. Cause you're going to mess up your lipstick or you're going to forget it's in there in your mouth and no, so you don't, you don't do gum at all. Okay. No gum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. No gum, no negative talk. Just be very uplifting and kind of be um, quiet. Don't be so loud and, you know, uh-huh. just be your, in your space, very calm and quiet. Oh my goodness. And I don't think I could do that, Denise. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> calm, quiet. Cause I'm the person in the Kroger line who's visiting with everybody. So I would not do well with that. Well, most of the time, um, I don't know how, how well, some mothers are, are, were like I was too. As Allie got, my child got older, um, she was, I had trained her and or she had been trained to be very relaxed. You know, hey, if I place, that's great. If I don't, I've had a wonderful time dressing up as a princess. You oh, know? I like that. And so that's what I taught her at an early age. You know, the first couple she was in, she kind of got upset. She was like six or seven years old. And I was like, no you know, sweetie, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, you know, and, um, we're not going to get upset about this. You know, if you can't do it and do it for fun and learn how to control your emotions, then we we're in the wrong thing. Right. You know? And I think it takes mamas doing that mm-hmm. because if you don't, then you're going to end up with a drama queen. Oh, we you know what I mean. <laughs> Oh, Denise, I know, I know what you mean. And you know, That's- so much of how us, how our, us moms deal with our LP is about that. Yes. Because they need that bossy, empowered, self-control image in front of them. Right. I, look, I'm 100% in agreement. You know? And so 
you know, that's just kind of what we did. But as, as she got older, I wouldn't be backstage with her, you know? And so mm-hmm. um, she always did great. I mean, she would be calm, cool and collected. I would look like I was on the outside, but on the inside, I was sick as a dog. Look, I have, are you familiar with CBD products? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I have found this wonderful CBD, CBD product. So if you have any, any friends that um okay need to be cool and collective and have joint pain and need to sleep better, I can hook them up. So anyway. Okay, great. Well, thank you for sharing that with me. <laughs> yeah, it's called Equilibria. I mean, a lot of people, it's funny when I bring it up because people get real giggly about it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, mm-hmm. CBD is legal. It's, um, oh yes. yeah, Absolutely. it's, it's, there's, yeah, it's all natural. I went to a nurse practitioner the other day and she said that she's put all of her elderly patients on it and gotten them off of opioids. But anyway, That's I'm wonderful. getting off track. I, di- I digress. I'm, I'm off track. So you're fine. Anyway, okay. Now, so we're backstage. You, you need to be cool, calm. Do not be loud. Right. Don't be loud. Just be with yourself mm-hmm. and be an encourager. And an encourager. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what happens? Usually, usually there's some a bad seed with every group that wants to get in there and create drama. So what, mm-hmm. how do you handle that when that happens? That actually, to me, mm-hmm. um, is the responsibility of who's putting on the pageant okay. because, um, there has to be somebody back there. that's not a mama that makes sure they're all in line, make sure, you know, that they called out the numbers and things like that. And that person can control that. Oh, that's good. I didn't realize that there was somebody mm-hmm. back there. You know, okay. um, yeah. there's usually somebody back there. So whoever puts the pageant on needs to be, would be responsible for having somebody back there that can handle that if that situation came up. Oh, that's good. That it needs to be a bossy, bossy lady right. back there. Okay. That can nip it in the bud really quick if something should happen. That's the key. Nip it in the mm-hmm. bud. Nip mm-hmm. it in the bud. Okay. So they get in the line backstage. Is mm-hmm. their turn to walk out on stage? What happens? They go out there. They go out there and they usually just stop and then um, they'll introduce their name and that kind of thing. And then they walk to certain spots and they'll do their terms. And, um, you know, looking at the judges, they stop three or four times at each stop um, and they'll look at them and turn around. And then when they get ready to go back out, they'll stop for a few minutes to make sure the uh, MC is finished talking about their whatever's on their list. And then they'll they'll go off. Okay. On their list. What do you mean by on their list? Um, every time you sign up, you'll fill out a sheet about who you are, uh, where you go to school, what your hobbies are, what's your interest in, you know, if you're going to college, what your majors in, uh, any type of awards you've won, you can list. Um, just, it's just information about yourself, about the, the, in, the individual. Okay. Okay. And so they walk and that, and the judges, how, what do they judge just by the walk, how well they walk or it's going to be posture. Okay. Uh, it will be, um, the way they walk, you know, if their shoulders are back and straight or if they're humped over, um, they'll look at the length of the dress and the shoes, you know, that that's showing. Um, and then just basically, you know, of course the, the beauty, um, and the elegance, you know, but, um, that's, you know, they'll look at their walk, look at their posture. They'll look at their dress shoes. They'll look at their hair and their makeup. Um, and they're looking for someone that walks confident, but not cocky. And there is a difference. What, tell me the difference. What's the difference? Um, confident is just flowy, elegant, presenting yourself but not like throwing yourself out there and the cocky is coming out and the walk is a little more sassy and the head's a little higher and um i'm gonna rock this thing oh and they don't like judges some judges will like that but most of them don't but so my in my what i have witnessed it's better to be elegant than cocky elegant than cocky okay that would be a hard thing to teach I think it is because you you want they, they need to be confident right so but you've got to find that happy medium because you know now some of them will stop and put their hand on their hip 
and that's okay. But you know, sometimes it's how you put that hand on the hip and then how you move your elbow and all that can kind of, <laughs> you know, give off a, a vibe or, a, you know, a sense of, I got this or, or not, you know. Right, right. It's just, um, that's tricky. It is tricky. Um, you know, you just, I've judged a few pageants, not a lot, but we just always, you know, we looked, we wanted somebody confident. We wanted somebody that, you know, beauty is definitely the, the issue, but being elegant and confident, you know, goes along with it. There's just a fine line, you know, about, you know, you want them to be confident and all that, but you don't want them to walk out there. Like I've got this. Right. Because if they do nine times out of 10, would you say the judges are going to say, no, you don't. Right. Um, or if, if they placed her, they might, she might not win. She might get like fourth place. Fourth. Well, it, depending, you know, if, if uh-huh. they like her, they'll probably put her in there, even though she's cocky, but they probably wouldn't let her win. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. She might get an alternate. Right. I see what you're saying. She might be first, second, third, fourth, rather than the winner. Even if she's the most attractive, the bomb, bomb, Mm -hmm. she, they still, and and then there might be judges though that go ahead and do that. But in the majority of what I've seen, they don't, they may place her, but they don't let her win. You, you, you got to stay humble. Mm -hmm. That's the point of that. That is the point because, um, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But um, it's always better. We can learn more. We can be a better light if we are humble. So We're true. Than- mm-hmm. So true. You're exactly mm-hmm. right. Well, I have enjoyed this so much with you. Can you think of anything else that we would need to know about beauty pageants? I thought of something a while ago, and I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, um, when we were talking about, you know, being positive backstage right you know and all of these pageants most of the time have a practice prior to that day okay so uh, what they do a lot of times is they'll do the miss congeniality and the girls vote so that helps them to try to be positive and say because some of them may want those votes oh i see so that helps with the negativeness behind the scenes oh that takes care of that that takes care of that and then if you've got somebody that knows what they're doing back there then usually you don't have any trouble yes because you know years ago they had those television shows about pageants and Mm -hmm. remember and it of course television creates a lot of drama anyway oh it does (laughs) Absolutely. So I don't think that pageants are really like what they tried to make us think it is. They are right. Pageant moms another, are not like that. Another thing around here um, is, you know, if you win your pageant, high school, um, Riverfest, whatever, you always go to the, you're always in the Christmas parade. That's a big deal. Oh, Denise. And you ride in your, yes, and you ride in your convertible or you get somebody's convertible. So fun. So yes, that is a big deal. And the girls love it. So, you know, they try to act good. And then this congeniality is a, something that, you know, they get to vote on. Right. And that kind of thing. So, um, but that is a big deal. Um, the girls really love to ride in the parade, um, you know, with their crown on and their sash and, um, they, they enjoy that. So that's a big thing. And of course, you know, the Mississippi crown wave. Yeah. Right? I would so love to, to do that. They get to still do that <laughs> when they're in the parade. <laughs> so fun. So is this on main street in new Albany? Bank, uh-huh. It's, it is the main street, but it's called Bankhead street. Bankhead but street. it is the main street downtown. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when is the parade? Uh, we just had it Monday night. You did. The Christmas mm-hmm. oh, so fun. We that did. is so. And then fun. you have you have little ones that you know get to do it too because they placed in their category or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and so you get to see the little ones. You get to see the junior high ones. You get to see the high school, the river fair. You know, so it's always fun to see all those girls um, get to enjoy something and it not be so much pressure. 
you know, right. I've got to stand right. I've got to walk right. I just get to sit and wave, you know? Yes. So and they I wear their dresses that. that they won in, that they were crowned in. No, no. no. Usually it's a very cute outfit. In the okay. parade, you've got to stay warm. So they usually may wear something like kind of shy, um, shiny or sparkly, but they may have like a fur coat on or um, some, a fuzzy coat, you know, something that looks really pageanty, but it's not the... Um, it's not the dress that they want in. Right, right. And for people like my friend from Seattle that don't really understand small town Mississippi beauty pageants, uh-huh. the, re- the, the thought process behind this, because I've given it a little thought is, and we talked about this in your shop, you know, there's not a lot to do in small right. towns. That's it, right. It really becomes a sport or a hobby. It does. You say? It does. Mm-hmm. Cause there's so much involved in this. I mean, after the pageant, the moms will go eat together. Right. You got to talk about everything that happened in the pageant. That's right. You've got to take notes on what your child did and how you can make her better. Right. You know, so get everybody's yeah, opinion. Deal. Does everybody share their opinion? They do. They, in a, in a nice way. In a nice know. way. Yes. yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, it is, it's a good bonding time. And it, 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 very, it really is. And also when they're um, it, with experiences with my daughter, and I think it's with a lot of our LPs, um, the dress is 50% of their confidence. Wow. Yeah, that's what I've, I've you know, gone through with my very own. If they love that dress, they're going to walk better. They're going to, you know, it's just like when we wear new tennis shoes or a new outfit, we don't want to get something on it or, you know, um, so to me, as far as the competition for the girls, I think the dress is 50% of it. Okay. I really do. Well, that's good to know. Because they don't, don't settle for something you're not happy with. Right. Because if you're not happy with it, it will show not in necessarily negative ways, but you're not going to be as confident and as easy, elegant as you would be if you love the dress that you were wearing. I think that's in everything in life. Absolutely. Don't settle. Don't Don't settle. settle. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Denise, I just love you. There's so many things about you I love. This is just. Oh, you are so kind and so sweet and I enjoy meeting you and visiting with you. Well, We'll thank you. Yes. Let's plan to do this again. We can do it. Oh, y'all go see Denise at Two Doors Down. She's in New Albany, Mississippi. And her phone number, would you like for me to give out your phone number? I would love for you to. Okay. Is um six, is this your cell phone? Uh, on the card, no, it should. Well, one of them is 538 is the hump, the business. Okay, good. Okay. I want to make sure I'm not giving out your cell phone number. <laughs> it's 662-538-5953. <laughs> Two doors down. This is Denise Owen. I loved it, Denise. I did too. Thank you for the opportunity. The real estate market is strong and rates are super low. I'd love to help you find the perfect new home for your family. I was raised in the Mid South and have lifeline contacts in the 901. Give me a call. Shauna Hearn, Keller Williams Realty, 901 849 3848.